0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, I am a great woman for a list. Um, they are a big part of my life and many people's lives, whether it's an all-important shopping list or your weekly super for your weekly supermarket visit. For example, I went to Tesco yesterday without a shopping list and I had to leave because I couldn't remember what I needed, and I ended actually I ended up texting my mother the list today. <laughs> I was like, would you pick up these bits? Um we have all been there at some point. Now, there's a new book entitled "Listful," and it examines the how and the why and the who of list making. Dr. Joe Nolan is a linguistics researcher and author, and sh- in the University of London, and the author of the book. and She joins me now. How are you doing?
1: I'm well. How are you, Stephanie? I'm... I loved your I loved your little list story there. Yeah,
0: I I I I'm a slave to the list. It just it, I can't. My brain function doesn't work without the list. It's a support mechanism for me. Um, Tell me what got you interested in researching lists?
1: So um, I actually got really interested in lists um, during the first lockdown. Um, It was about May 2020. And I was standing, I don't know if the same existed in Ireland, we had in the UK that you would have a blue circle six feet behind the next person as you queued outside the supermarket and you'd stand very obediently on your circle waiting to be granted access to the supermarket. And I was there and I pulled the list out of my bag to see, to remind myself what um, I was going in to get. um, Because you couldn't go that often, so you had to go and you had to be, you know, kind of ruthless. It was sort of, you know, like stealth. And, um, And I looked at my list and I thought, I don't think anyone else, could have taken this list and used it because there were so many of my own abbreviations, my own words, kind of in-house jokes with my family. And I thought this is really interesting. I wonder if everyone else's list is like this. I assume they are. And so then I started to talk to family, friends, colleagues, um, mostly via text and email, actually. So I got way more fulsome answers because we couldn't actually see one another at that stage. And I was really interested in the issue of language within lists. But I would write to people um, with a series of questions and. People would say, no, no, I don't use any special language. But they would then write to me in inordinate detail about the pen that they must use, like down to the brand or the colour and the particular brand of stationery or, you know, where they made their list within the home, where they kept their lists, whether indeed they kept their list after they'd done their shop or they kept their to-do list when they'd accomplished it. And I was fascinated. I thought, my God, everybody wants to talk about this.
0: Sorry, do people keep their shopping lists after they've
1: shopped? Some people will keep their shopping list. in fact, there was an article weirdly at about the same written at about the same time by Nigella Lawson, who said that she kept all her shopping list because not only did they tell her what she was sort of cooking at that time but who were the people probably involved and it It would kind of create this visual image of a particular moment or time in her life and so yeah people do I mean most people I think don't keep them so much as they find them in their bag three weeks later possibly the one that you couldn't find yesterday
0: (laughs) yes and I I think I've actually kind of stopped writing lists in 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 pen now uh, and I just kind of write them in the notes app on my phone um But we're here to talk about, this has been a very contentious issue between me and one of my producers um, because he believes that women write uh, too much on their lists and actually men just get it done with. They're not going to write every single thing and that women write down like, must make a cup of tea, must wash my hair, must open the door. Whereas he's like, research this thing, done, bam. Can you share some of the main findings about why women tend to make more lists than men and how their approach is different?
1: I can, indeed. Um, I mean, it was kind of my favorite topic within the book. So one of the things I would say is that, and this might be contentious in itself, that women essentially have, particularly if you're a mother as well, I believe, have just a way broader range of tasks that they need to address, if not achieve every day. So you might be responsible for your children's orthodontist appointment. You might be responsible for the dog. You might be responsible for booking the restaurant if you guys are going out for supper and the taxi to get there or back or the tra- checking the train times if you're taking the train there. And your husband will just turn up for supper. And this isn't all men, and it's not all men versus all women, but I think there does tend to be just a way broader range and just more stuff on women's lists. So I that think... would be kind of one side of it. The other side is I do believe that women take more pleasure in their lists. And I think men, maybe their list is more, as you say, outcome-related, whereas for women, the process of making the list and the process of ticking stuff off is also a big part of it. Now, there's two, also, there's two really interesting neuroscience elements to that. One is that when you tick something off a list, you get a flood of dopamine, the happy chemical, I guess it so is, the happy... yeah. Um, uh, released in your brain so there is that sense of achievement and some people say they get way more sense of achievement from ticking off than actually doing the task itself that then they tick off and um, and also if you write down so it's interesting that you said that you're in you've gone digital but if you write something down um, there is You've basically created a process by which your brain will store what you've written. Plus, of course, you have the written record. It's called the generation effect. You generate a memory by having scribbled something down.
0: Yeah, I think you're right there about the kind of gamifying it. And what I do when I make a list is I actually add things to the list that I've already done that morning and then cross those off. So I'm never looking...
1: Yeah, don't feel bad about that. And that also is good because it serves as a reminder, right, at the end of the day that you did achieve all this stuff. Well, that's and the that thing. They, I
0: think a woman's, the, the 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 psychological burden of motherhood especially, but also sometimes just being a woman means that there is an awful lot of things that we do that are invisible. And like you're saying, making the appointment, like last night I was awake in the middle of the night thinking, God, I need to ring the doctor to make my baby's vaccine appointment because we're, you know, on schedule now. Yeah. She's going to be one. All that kind of stuff. And then... I want to write that down so that my husband knows this is the burden I'm carrying. These are the things that I have to do.
1: I hear you entirely. I have a friend who was one of my um, contributors who I talked to about this. And she said that she will list to her husband in the morning everything she needs to do. And invariably, he'll respond by saying, why are you telling me this? And her analysis is that otherwise, all this stuff that she does, which goes unseen, because it's only seen if it doesn't get done, right? And then there's a problem. Exactly. Um, yeah, it needs to be acknowledged. So he has to stand there while she, you know, provides the inventory of what she is going to achieve during the day and quite how much of that there is.
0: I also think that it's a good thing for a man to write a list of the things that he does, whether it is empty the bins, put on the dishwasher, wash you know, so that he knows these are the things that need to be done. And if I yes. don't do them, who is going to do them? Because I do think that some men out there think that there's a magical, you know, dishwasher fairy. Like, I just put the dirty dishes in and then it's empty and the dishes are clean or and they're in
1: just, the cupboard. Or even just on top of the dishwasher.
0: <laughs> we have a text here <laughs> yes. from someone saying, my wife uses a notebook for her shopping list. She has a record of what she has paid week by week. Shows how often shops are stealthily raising prices. That's Chris. I think that is fascinating. We had, uh, we had a, a census here last year. Last year, yes. was it this last year and there was a part of the census where you could write down anything it was like a little time capsule that's going to be opened in 100 years when we're all long gone and what I did was I wrote out my receipt from the shop I wrote down the list of things that I had bought and the cost of each of them so that in 100 years time people can see what my shopping list was and how much it cost because I would like to see that from 100 years ago I think that'll be absolutely
1: fascinating, and in fact, there was an article I read earlier this year that said that way more people have started using shopping lists in a bid to, um, you know, help with their accounting and the kind of in today's cost of living crisis, because it means that you focus on what you really need, as opposed to you know, like those end of aisle promotions or the things that kind of lure you in. But if you've got the list and you stick to it, that's going to help you control your spending
0: takes a lot of self-control doesn't it we have a text here from john that says making lists is not the difference between men and women it's who's managing the house i do all the shopping cooking and cleaning and i need a list so that i can plan ahead that's a fair point um it's a really fair point so your book listful sounds absolutely fascinating i cannot wait to read it can you give us a sneak peek into any of the practical tips or strategies that you have for anyone looking to improve their list making skills and manage their lives regardless of gender
1: well, I get, that's interesting because I don't do, I am not, I wouldn't consider myself to be now a list guru. I just have kind of gained so much from listening to other people's lists. and and learning about other people's lists. And so more I've done kind of things like an analysis of, of yes, the language that people use in this, but, you know, people who use capitals, and some people say I can never use capitals. Some people say that they, you know, they use exclamation marks or they circle or they box or, you know, all all that kind of stuff. I do know some people who will do the thing of putting on the very easily achievable tasks because it gives them a sense of validation. Mm -hmm. And I think certainly if you're feeling like, life feels insurmountable. If you do, um, you know, itemize things such that you're you're very quickly achieving stuff in the morning particularly it gives you impetus to carry on i totally so I agree that, with
0: that like putting in i think that's
1: a good one
0: sometimes it's one of those days where you just feel like you can't manage and you write get dressed on the sh- on the to-do list and then Absolutely. and then you can take that off <laughs> and you feel like okay at least i've done something from my list today um dr joe nolan thank you so much for joining us and um, if people want to find the book where can they find it
1: so it's listfulbook, as all one word, dot co dot uk, or I'm on Instagram at listfulbook.
0: Thank you so very much. Absolutely fascinating stuff and a pleasure to talk to you.
1: Likewise. Thank you, Stephanie.
0: Moncrief, weekdays at 2 pm, with Anna Glaze on News Talk.